Does that asteroid look unusual to you? I got the alert. What's up? Initial reports are some kind of creature. If anyone's watching this, send help. This monster's killing everyone. This creature has not been identified and is rumored to have left members of the Justice League wounded or near death. I don't know where you came from, but I'm sending you back. Don't hold back or he'll kill everyone. There's one thing I can't stand. It's a bully. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd and Me podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're going to be discussing the most recent DC animated movie to come out on home video, The Death of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this is a funny thing to do because they did do, uh, it's based on the uh, 1990s story of uh, when Superman was killed by Doomsday. Um, but they already have kind of a version of this out already on DC Animated. It was called uh, Superman Doomsday. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And it, if I remember, I was impressed with it. Okay. Uh, so, so maybe this is their, their way of trying to um, make it right. came out in 2007. Hmm, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was all right. Okay. Um, but this one, I noticed, is more really based on the New 52 Superman. Because uh, he's, if you look at his costume, he's, he doesn't have the red underwear, and he's kind of got that collar, right? Um, and they did make reference to the Dark Side War, which was a, an animated movie they did a few years ago, um, and that was definitely based on the New Fifty Two Justice League. It seemed like they're trying to pull in the cal- characters from the movie I think, to make it more familiar, I guess. From um, the live action movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, this is in the original story, uh, back in the 90s, the uh, Justice League was comprised of like Blue Beetle and Booster Gold and Fire and Ice. Right. And they got their butts handed to them um, by a Doomsday. And, you know, this one, it's, it's pretty much a current Justice League Cyborg, Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're kind of pulling elements from the original story and, and just updating it. I th- I just thought it was curious to see why did they do this particular storyline again? You know, I mean, Superman versus Batman that came out was that last year? No, 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 no that was like 2016, I think. 2016. I mean, that would seem more an appropriate time to uh, to do something like this. Well, if, I mean, if you remember Batman v Superman, it's kind of like their own version of. of you know, return the Dark Knight Returns and the Super, you know, Death of Superman. That's true. Kind of like um, a mix. Yeah, so maybe they didn't want to uh, um, overflow the, uh, what's it, you know, overuse the concept of, of Superman versus Batman. I mean, Batman, uh, the Death of Superman. <clears throat> or maybe they looked at it as a way to get it right, which, you know, I we spoke about. I saw this uh, about a month before you did. And uh, I couldn't wait to tell you about it. I kept telling you to go watch it, go watch it. Because I thought, I thought this movie was everything that Batman v Superman wanted to be in regards to a Superman Doomsday fight. Uh, you know, Bat- it's, you know, there is no Batman versus Superman in this animated movie. But, you know, aside from that part of the live action movie, I think this turned out to be a, um, a much better telling of the Superman Doomsday battle and death of superman than than the live action movie no i I agree with you this is something where i wasn't too hyped about superman versus batman and then when i watched it i was kind of like eh about it and uh you're like dude you gotta watch this and 
I was like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> this was way better than the movie, ver the live action movie version that came out a couple years ago. The, the it was just done right. I mean, I don't know. I, I really like this one way better. Well, it's it's weird because we've been talking about how the DC animated cartoons and the movies always seem to get it right, and they can't translate that to movies. And on the other side, the Marvel cartoons always, in my opinion, are pretty bad. Nice. Um, to the point where they don't even try to do animated movies anymore. They tried for a little bit, but they were just awful. Right. Um, and, you know, it's weird that Marvel gets the live action stuff great. Their cartoons not so good. DC gets the animated stuff really good, but their live action not so great. I mean, this story, even though it's the new 52 Superman, it has everything. Like, you know, one of the reasons I told you and you know, our other podcasting buddies to watch this movie is because you know what's going to happen. It's in the title. It's the death of Superman. <laughs> you know, I read it when it came out in comic books. I saw the cartoon movie. I saw the live action version of it. I know how it's going to end. But I still felt something when he actually dies. I mean, they set up his relationship with Lois Lane and his parents and his 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 importance to the world. They set it up so beautifully in this film that when he dies, you feel a loss. At least that's how I did, you know? Oh, it was, it was truly an emotional thing. I mean, the, the writer of this guy, Peter uh, Tomosi, he's a comic book writer himself, isn't he? He is a, yes, he's a comic book writer. Yeah, I, I thought he did a good job. I mean, if I had to think back to, uh, back to the comic book version of this, I remember the hype around it. I remember it made, you know, the news. I mean, the newspaper about sure. what they were gonna do. They were doing the whole, uh, I think they black bagged this one, didn't they? It was a black bag. It came with an armband. Um, oh, the armband. That's right. It was, people were waiting in line to buy it. I mean, I have like probably five copies unopened. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah, everybody was buying multiple copies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this was. So it was, this a, big was like a big deal. Yeah, this was a big deal. This was a big thing for DC and stuff. And and having that kind of background, having the you know watch watching the live version of this storyline, uh, this one did. I, again, I, I think I'm just going to reiterate what you said. The, they did a great job of fleshing out the characters. The relationship between Clark and Lois was way more believable than what they did in the movies. You know, like I didn't, I didn't really buy this whole, um, you know, Henry Cavill and uh, what's her Amy name? Adams. Amy Adams. Like, right. come on. I, I, th I think we talked about this in, the, in a previous podcast. I'm like, dude, you could pick anybody. You're picking her. <laughs> like I couldn't, I well, couldn't see it, you know. But it's the same thing we said about Henry Cavill. You give them the stuff to work with, they could probably kill it. Oh, I'm not mocking who they are. Right. I'm saying how they're written. Like I could right, not exactly. believe their. I didn't believe the relationship. I couldn't believe how much he loved her in the movies. But but Alan, in this version of the cartoon, I bought it. This Peter Tomasi, and the rest of the people involved in this movie did in an hour and a half. The relation they made the relationship so believable in an hour and a half that they haven't been able to do it in three Amy Adams Henry Cavill Superman movies. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they made you when Lois is crying for Superman when he dies. I felt it. Yeah. The whole because it starts off with her not with him keeping the secret that he's Clark Kent from her. Um, and that kind of plays into it because it happened, you know, oh, obviously, spoiler alerts, guys. Um, <laughs> we really got to start putting those at the top of the show when we did these things. It's um, in the description. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, when he, when they're in the, the, whatever, the diner or the coffee shop, wherever, and he slips her that, that note, um, that's just like it. I mean, when he eventually tells her and tells her how he feels, um, and, and you believe the reason why he hasn't told her yet, you know what I mean? And, sure. you know, and harkening back to the 52, him and Wonder Woman had to have a discussion where she, she, uh, she refers to their past relationship, which is definitely a new 52 thing. Um, I think it was just, it was just so well written. Their relationship was well written. Um, they got Superman right, and that's that's the thing. It's it's he's doing what he does because he knows it's the right thing to do. You know the thing about Superman is they never play him up as an alien, even in the comic books. You know they you know he came to Earth as a baby, and he's he's an Earthling more or less. He was raised by you know Kansas farmers, and he has that kind of that 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 ethical background, that moral background um, that he got from them. And yeah, he's Kryptonian. Yes, that's what gives him his powers. But he's very much more, he's probably more human in some ways than, than Bruce Wayne Batman. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think they just did a wonderful job um, getting you to care about these characters and really making it pay off. And I'll tell you what, it's probably, it's probably a hard thing to do. Like we said, you know, we've all heard the story, we've read the story, we've seen the story before. So, uh, you know, kudos them for pulling this off because it was probably a really hard thing. Oh yeah, for and them. you know, being that this is a cartoon, uh, don't take this one lightly. There's a lot of... I mean, it's like I almost want to say this should be like a rated R cartoon with how graphic this particular movie was. With the violence? With the violence. I mean, yeah. it starts off pretty brutal. Like, I was kind of shocked to see... You know, when, especially when Doomsday comes down and he meets up with the campers uh, right. in the tent. I was like, whoa, like I was not expecting that kind of detail. Oh, no, he, he straight up kills. Yeah, <laughs> he's straight he up murders. really does. And, yeah. and so this is really in, a, in like a, an adult level kind of cartoon. Like I'd, I'd be hesitant to show this to like, I don't know, 10 year old or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, a, a person that probably would pick this would be up, you know, off the rack of Target or something like that. Uh, this is very adult, like adult nature. Now I'm looking over the wiki page. I actually don't see what this thing is rated at. Right, but, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what this movie for me fixes. One of the, one of the criticisms I had of the story back in the '90s was, you know, Granny he went up against the current Justice League team, but they were like B-list heroes, like we said, Booster right. Gold, uh, Blue Beetle, you know, Fire Nice. So Doomsday kicking their butts and almost murdering, I think Booster or maybe Blue Beetle. You expect that, you know, that doesn't. Doomsday was introduced in the Death of Superman storyline. So everything you knew about him, you learned from that story. So, you know, of course he ripped through the B-list uh, JLA. I think this movie fixes that by putting him up against the current JLA big guns, Batman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Flash, Hawk, I think Hawkgirl, right? Man. Uh, Hawkman and Cyborg. He, he literally almost murders every one of them. <laughs> And you're like, holy crap, because you know these guys to be the heavy hitters of the DC universe. And that, for me, made me feel like this is this is someone to be reckoned with, you know? Right, that's a good point. When having Doomsday fight against these current DC characters, it elevates just how much of a badass Doomsday is, you know? Um, I don't know. I got issues. I, I, I know I've been doing a lot of positive things about it, but I do have some issues with this particular movie, though. Right. I know they have the current Justice League and stuff. Batman, and even in the movie, he does not belong in this fight. I mean, yeah. he's just literally jumping. He's like, 
He's like a cockroach jumping from one place to another, practically running away, and he's throwing these, like, like these little tiny grenades at him, you know? And I was like, God, Batman, this is not a fight you should be in. You, you need to go back to your street-level kind of thugs, and uh, I felt bad for Batman. Right. I mean, well, it's, it's funny you say that, because he, you know, they had that same problem in the Justice League movie. Like, Batman does not belong in these, all, you know, surrounded by parademons and, and Steppenwolf. Right. So... I think, and I think that's part of what made us love Grant Morrison so much, because he made us believe that Batman could stand up against these world-ending threats. Oh, right, you know? right, right, yeah. There's never, there's never a moment in the Grant Morrison Justice League run where you're saying, no, Batman really shouldn't be fighting against the White Martians or this uh, alternate universe Justice League or this, you know, all these, because he he put them against some heavy hit. His his theory was, if you have the greatest DC superheroes together in the team, then you have to have them go against the greatest threats. And how do I make Batman stand up to that? So that people aren't saying, you know, Batman, you're going to get hurt. If you don't come to hmm. this thing. And you're right. I think that's a failing of this movie. It's a small failing. It's a small um, failing, yeah. It's a small failing, but you're right. I don't know that they utilize Batman in the correct way. Um, but I think to correctly use Batman in that way, he would have overshadowed Superman. Because if you use him the way Grant Morrison did, then he just becomes this badass superhero that... Right you know, has contingency plans to take down the Justice League and, and all these other things. <laughs> so you can't let him outshine Superman in the Death of Superman movie. Right. Right. Uh, the um, other gripe I had in this one is, and it, it, these, this is minor, this is still a re- very good movie, is, uh, well, no, I wouldn't even say it's a gripe, but, you know, looking at the character voice actors in this, they've got some pretty popular names, right? Jerry O'Connell, Rebecca Romaine, Rain Wilson, Rosario Dawson, Nathan Fillion. You know, I actually didn't know who were the voices were, but there was one voice that that really stood out. It, it was Lex Luthor. I Luther. know. Yes, I was oh, gonna sorry. say. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's Rain Wilson, and I was gonna say the same thing. I had the same problem, and I don't. I'm not saying it's him as the actor of being Lex Luthor. I just think he's so identifiable as Dwight, um, Dwight from The Office. Right. That's all you hear coming out of Lex Luthor's mouth is Dwight. It seemed like he was playing Dwight as Lex Luthor. His okay. the way he spoke, his mannerisms. Uh, you know how? Yeah, basically that's how he spoke, and I could not. That was the one voice I could not get out of my head, and uh, it kind of reminded me too of uh, remember that show Lois and Clark: The Adventures of Superman. That guy, right. um, John Shay, I think he's the guy that played Lex Luthor. He kind of had that kind of Lex Luthor look to him stuff too. But uh, yeah, cool. other than that, other than Rain Wilson, I don't think you really need big names because after I looked yeah. up who these people were and watching it again I still couldn't I, Jerry O'Connell's like that does not sound like him well I gotta tell you that's yeah I was gonna say it I'm like Jerry O'Connell did a fantastic job because yeah. I had no idea it was him and, and for people that don't know Jerry O'Connell I guess is best known for sliders yeah and for being the fact kid in Stand By Me right um that he married Rebecca Romaine um and she played Lois Lane she did a great job she did a fantastic job yeah, and here's the thing. We're used to um, Tim Daly, Superman, from the animated Superman. Kind of like how, um, uh, you know, uh, Mark Hamill is the Joker, and, and I can't remember his name. They got to play Batman. Yeah. It's good but, you know, those are our Batman and Jokers. Well, Tim Daly was our Superman. You know, we were adults in the 90s, but the best Superman cartoon and the best Batman cartoon came out in the 90s. Right. Um, so, you know, you kind of, for, you know, because they've been experiencing, you know, DC Animated has been using different people for, um, Batman recently, and, and and I'm getting used to them, but they're still making me miss uh, Conroy, Kevin Conroy. Thank you, Lord, Kevin Conroy um, from Batman Animated. Um, 
But Jerry O'Connell did a very sort of serviceable job. Oh, yeah. To the point where it didn't sound like him at all. And he's got a distinctive voice. Yeah. I I guess they kind of like edited it somehow to some degree. But you probably could have saved, I don't know, looking at this list here, uh, two mil, maybe? (laughs) By by (laughs) using... (laughs) We can use your voice, man. I mean, they they could easily not have used these names. Because I don't think you're watching this cartoon for these names, you know? But other than that, that was that was the only like oh, yeah. Th- those were my only two nitpicks was Batman shouldn't be in this one, and and they should have gotten someone else to play Lex Luthor because I mean I'm an Office fanatic so when I heard his voice I'm like wait is that is that Dwight? <laughs> and and when I figured that one out I was like oh this was so it was it was kind of distracting I could not hear Dwight. Well I gotta tell you in terms of uh, voice actors Nathan Fillion has been doing Green Lantern for quite a while now and so is Jason and Jason O'Mara is kind of the new Batman I mean every once in a while they'll use someone else but mm-hmm. more more often than less you'll, you'll hear Jason O'Mara as Batman oh, that's cool. um, you know my, my gripe is Cyborg I'm sick of Cyborg I don't, I don't he doesn't belong on the Justice League he barely belonged on the Titans if you ask me <laughs> but that's just me um, but yeah I was, I was very I don't know why I was surprised by it. I, I can say, I'll say I was surprised by this because a few months ago, we hadn't even planned the podcast on this. You know, we were so hyped for Batman Ninja. Right. And then we watched <laughs> that thing and we're like, we can't do an episode on this. Batman Ninja was terrible. It oh was my gosh. So, it was so disappointing. And yeah, so, um, not what we thought it was going to be. Right. Um, so we, we skipped doing a show on it. So, uh, you know, I was getting a little worried because it's not often that DC throws out a bad movie, an uh, animated movie like that. Well, yeah, um, Batman Ninja looked promising. I mean, when you look at the artwork, I mean, the animation, it looked good. But, boy, that story was just poo-poo. I mean, yeah. I don't think I actually f- finished it completely. I think, I, I think it was so steeped in Japanese anime like because you and you and I are not devotees of, of anime, so I think there was a lot of things there that maybe anime people love, like everything turning into a robot and all this other yeah. stuff. You know, uh, that might have been why we didn't like it. Um, I th- and plus, we also had expectations as to what we thought it would be about or what it would look like, and, and it didn't look like that at all. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah. So you know, I went into this like, all right, here, you know, I'll watch it. Uh, and I was, I, I was very surprised by it. I really was. And um, you know, this is going to lead up into it's a two-parter because they're going to be releasing um, the Reign of the Superman, which is directly, which is another thing uh, that spun out of the comic books. It's when you know Superman and things stayed dead for about a year in the comic books, mm-hmm. and they they came out with four different versions of Superman. They came out with Superboy, Steel, who's the guy in armor, you know, wearing the Superman symbol, um, the Eradicator. And um, oh, I forgot the fourth one, but one's one's a like a robot Superman from Krypton, and one is um, like a half human, half robot Hank Henshaw, um, Superman. And um, so they're going to be doing that story right after it. And the funny thing about it, and they set it up in this movie too. You, you meet Hank Henshaw, you you hear you meet uh, John Henry Irons who plays Steel. Uh, you meet. Um, uh, well, you don't meet him, but you know that there's a clone of Superman. I, I think he escapes at the end of this thing, right? Right. Yeah, so um, and he becomes Superboy. Uh, so they're setting up Reign of Superman. I'm, I'm really excited to see this movie now, too, because they did such a good job with this. I thought Reign of Superman was a silly storyline. 
Um, I'm curious to see what they do with, with it in the movie. Is it going to be the same writer? Do you know? I'll tell you one second. Yeah, because that's going to play a big part in this one for sure. I'll tell you, the white's back. <laughs> so then, this is probably going to be like a little trilogy, right? Because uh, after the reign of Superman would be the return of Superman. I think they only have it as by two. Oh. Yeah. Right. Now let me see if. Uh... All right, IMDb has has all the character created under the writing credits. Yeah. Um, but it only says written by Tim Sheridan, so I wonder if he's the one that wrote it. Hmm. Um, but Ray Wilson will be back, so okay. there you go. And this is coming out next <laughs> year, I think, too. This is coming out, it says 2019, probably early 2019. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, so stay uh, tuned for part two of this. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking real forward to it. And uh, like I said, the uh, DC animated is just the bomb. That's why I'm waiting for their Kingdom Come, which I don't think they're ever going to do. That would be amazing to see like an animated version of that. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but they did recently a Teen Titans one. Did they do the Judas contract? I think they did the Judas contract, and I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like Kingdom Come. Um, there's a whole bunch of stories they can pull on uh, to do these things. Cool. No, this was good. This is this is a. Pretty high recommend, even though, like you said, we, we, we do know this story, but this was this was done well. I, I think I enjoyed this way more, way more than the movie. I, th you know, looking back now, I liked how they did this even better than the comic book. I think because uh, when Superman died in the comic book, I was like, oh bummer, but you knew he was going to come back. Right. Uh, but in the movie, though, this 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 was it was pretty emotional towards the end. I was like, wow, this is this is good stuff. So. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they did a great job. I mean, I, I just, you can't say enough the job they did. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, so, you you want to rate it? Uh, what do we do? Sure. Out of five? Is that what we you do? Know, yeah, we need to do out of five. Okay. Yeah. You, you want to go first? Oh, you go first. All right, I will give this. Um, I'll give it a solid four. I really liked it. Ooh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Solid four. Oh, okay. Solid four. I'm not gonna lie though. I think I texted you when I was watching it. I said, "Whoa, this is kind of slow." In you the said beginning. it was blah. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of blah. And the moment <laughs> after I texted you that, then I saw like that the campers get murdered. I'm like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be an interesting podcast right. if he thinks this is gonna be blah." <laughs> Because there's nothing worse when you're when you love something, you tell your friends to watch it, and they're like, "Dude, what, what the heck? Yeah, what did you <laughs> do?" No, but you notice after I, I said that, I got really quiet because I got really engaged after that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was. Uh, I tell you, man, it really grabbed you, and I, you know, I had the feels, man, and and I got so I had the feels because I really enjoyed the movie. Then I got so angry at Batman versus Superman because it wasn't that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, why can they do it here, but they couldn't do it there with the with the hundred million dollar budget, you know? I don't know. Uh, it's just, it just drives me nuts. I don't know. Um, I, I think when it comes to movies, they have to hit these certain beats of well, Ben Affleck has to have this kind of screen time, and you know, because the thing with 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 Doomsday, I think what it was kind of lacking is, especially with Justice League. They were doing things kind of backwards, you know. They were coming out with these big group movies, where they should have stuck with like singular, kind of like what Marvel did, you know. Because mm -hmm. when when um, uh, the Thanos movie came out, right, 
there was no origin story. You just you just knew everybody, you know. Right. So you just can get right into the story, and I think they that's what they're kind of lacking with the DC stuff right now. They're doing things well, kind of backwards. Yeah, I think. Well, the thing with Batman v Superman is they didn't earn it. They didn't earn. Superman didn't earn the love of the world. I mean, they they said he the world loved him, but how did he earn it by not giving a crap about the citizens of Metropolis and Man of Steel? Right. Um, you know, and they tried to do too much. Like I said, they tried to do Dark Knight Returns and Doomsday. It was, it was uh, too much. Yeah, it was it was too much. And Doomsday didn't earn his title because he just turned out to be a monster of the week, more yeah. or less. You know. Right. He didn't earn his. He didn't go through anything. He, as soon as he's born, he's fighting Superman, Batman. No, he needs to go through the Justice League. Right. He needs some murder camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. He needs to do these things, uh, in order for it to feel earned. And, uh, you know, Superman did sacrifice himself. But, all right. Can you imagine you know. if the Justice League movie was the, you know, the Doomsday movie, where he is taking down each and every hero, and it ends with Superman dying, and you're, and yeah. you're like, what the f? Holy right? smokes! Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That's the the last thing you see is Amy Adams holding him with his with the with the cape as the flag, like on the comic book cover. Right. And then it just goes to dark, and you're like, "When's Justice League two coming out?" Right. right. And the Justice League being broken and battered on the ground around them. You yeah. Know what I mean? And you just, you just met them. You know? Yeah. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Like that's what they should okay. come together what, for. What's Warner Brothers Twitter account? Hold on a second. Let me get this stuff going here. Get him. Get him, Alan. Why do you use Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to twit them. No, that's not how it works. Uh, all right, let me give you a quick rundown of there's two, four. Uh, there's four movies scheduled for, um, I think, next year. Um, comic, uh, DC animated. So, yeah, Reign of the Superman, which we talked about, the second part of Death of Superman storyline, will be released in early 2019. Now, this is via Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. But these are announced. The next three were announced at San Diego Comic-Con this past July. Uh, there's going to be Justice League versus The Fatal Five, uh, oh. which is The Fatal Five. Okay. Who are they? Which is really, uh, you know, they're traditionally a, um, it's odd that they're using them because I feel like they're traditionally a Legion of Superheroes bad guy. Okay. Bad guy team or, or, or adversary, I couldn't find a word. So that should be interesting. Um... And then they're doing Batman Hush, which was an incredible storyline. Oh, yeah. Um, remember, Jim Lee did the art for it. Right. Um, I'm trying to remember who wrote it. Oh, Jeff Loeb wrote it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stanley did the uh, Stanley. <laughs> Jim Lee. Jim Lee did the art for it. Fantastic, fantastic uh, Superman story, uh, Batman story. If you're listening and you've never read Batman Hush, go out and buy the trade paperback. It's a great story. Um, and then something called Wonder Woman Bloodlines, which might be adapted from a story i just may not know what story it is hmm. it doesn't say that those three will be, probably at least one of them one of those three will be released next year um but they were all oh well it says batman hush will be released summer of 2019 um and maybe wonder woman's will get out too since wonder woman 2 is coming out next year too so maybe they want something to coincide with that right um but all three were announced this past july at comic-con san diego comic-con Cool. So we're, we're definitely getting Reign of Superman early 2019 and Batman Hush in the summer of 2015. Okay. We're going to get a comic yeah. book full so, for sure. Uh, yeah. Have you have you watched uh, many of the Batman, uh, DC animated? Uh, what did I watch? Uh, nothing. Not, not the recent stuff. I think I did watch... I think it was... I think it was called Batman. It was like it was a partner of Batman, Superman versus Hawkman and Black Adam. Oh, was that Public Enemies? 
could be. And then the Wonder Woman animated uh, one that they did a couple years ago. My, my daughter liked that one a lot. Yeah, I couldn't get into that one. Because yeah. they actually, because they started with uh, Superman Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Was their first one. And then I went to, and I saw, I think I've seen most of these. Uh, Suicide Squad, Helm of Pay. Um, for me, that's very violent. If you thought Death of Superman was violent, Suicide Squad, Helm of Pay is very violent. <laughs> Um, Batman Gotham by Gaslight was was really good. It's where Batman's um, in Victorian times, like uh, he's trying to find Jack the Ripper. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a Batman and Harley Quinn movie that was based off of the animated show, which I was really looking forward to, but that got a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, did you see it or no? No. Yeah, Harley Quinn and Nightwing wind up having sex. It's really weird. Okay. Yeah, and then Teen Titans screwed his contract, which I thought was good. Justice League Dark. Did he know that it was Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn? Or Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Almost, It was almost rapey. She almost raped him, almost. Kind of like. Okay. Yeah, it was It was weird. Hmm. Um, Judas' contract was good. Justice League Dark was good. Batman the Killing Joke was awful. That's where Batman had sex with Batgirl. Oh, I heard about that one, yeah. That was awful. It was awful. Um, Justice League. And that's a great storyline, too. It's a good storyline, too. Yeah, you're right. And that whole thing with Batgirl, like, tacked on because the killing joke was too short, they felt. So they added, like, a half hour, like, Batgirl story to it. Yeah, like, they they, they increased her role in the movie. Um, Justice League versus Teen Titans was good. Batman Bad Blood uh, was pretty good. I think that has to do with um, Damien as Robin. Um, Justice League Gods of Monsters, Batman versus Robin. Justice League Throne of Atlantis was good, which I. I don't know. It was Assault on Arkham, Son of a... Yeah, they just got all these. The Flashpoint Justice League movie was really good, I thought. Um, yeah, they just... I mean, uh, if you get a chance to watch some of these things, if you're bored, um, watch it. And I, I sent... I think I sent you a, a video of um, the DC Universe um, streaming service that's coming out. Oh, yeah. You Did you watch that or no? No, I'm not going to get it. Oh, dude, the amount of stuff they're going to have on this thing is impressive. And I'm so happy I signed up for it early. Um, because I think all these movies are going to be on it. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of the comic books will be on it. They showed, like, the Flash TV series, Batman Animated, Superman Animated. Uh, I think Batman 66 is going to be on it. Wonder Woman's going to be on it. You know, Shazam Isis might be on it, I think. It's insane what's going to be. Like, anything that had any kind of DC... TV or movie presence is probably going to be on this thing. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I told you, dude. Put your phone in front of your TV, FaceTime and stuff. <laughs> man. Come on, I'm cheap. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. <laughs> Any thank yous? Uh, yeah, we do have some thank yous. All right, do it. All right, Joe Allen, I want to say gracias to uh, some people that have liked us on Anchor since our last show. Uh, and of course, you know, gracias is Brazilian for thank you. <laughs> Um, All right. I want to say extra special gracias to Laura Explora, who not only favorited us on Anchor, but she also left a very, very nice uh, voice message, um, a very nice compliments. Um, I know you heard the voice message, uh, so thank you, Laura Explora, um, for favoring us and um, and then your wonderful message. Uh, if we knew how to like tag it onto the show, we would, but we don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick, just straight up, Patrick. Patrick, thank you very much for uh, liking our show and following us. Uh, Vulgar Display 73. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for being polite about it, not being vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Jack of Trades. Oh, you guys. There you go. We appreciate uh, all our 
fans. It's weird saying that, but we appreciate all our fans <laughs> and people that listen to our show and uh, keep on listening. I also have a few thank yous, Alan. As you know, I went to uh, <clears throat> I went to uh, Steel City Con in Pittsburgh this past weekend, and uh, met some really cool people there. And I want to give them some shout outs. Do it. Do it. All right. First, I want to give a great shout out to. Well, it doesn't have to be great, but it's gonna be a shout out. Oh, where is it? Okay, while you're looking for that, we have one new follower on Instagram, Yudian Huang. Thank you for joining Instagram with us. Awesome. Yeah, you put up a new thing on Instagram, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. I put a, a poll, Superman versus Thanos. Nice. Superman destroys it. Awesome sauce. Well, yeah. you guys got to win. <laughs> right? Yeah, Absolutely. Alright, so first I want to say thank you to Ren. Ren is an artist. Uh, I bought a I bought a Ahsoka Tano print off of him. You did that really last cool. show, dude. I did it a uh, Weekend Geek. Oh, so, okay, I got you. Yeah. So uh, I want to say thank you to him. I, I just put that in the frame today. It's going to go up on my wall with my other prints that I get from these shows. Oh. Uh, he can be found at Ren McKenzie, R-E-N-M-C-K-I-N-Z-I-E at gmail.com Uh... Or squareup.com slash store slash Ren McKenzie. Thank you very much, Mr. McKenzie. Thank you. I uh, also want to say thank you to <clears throat> this guy's toy shop. Very cool guy, Tony. We were talking a bit mostly about Funko Pops. Um, Robot Zero uh, Toys and Collectibles, um, 23 West Main Street, Geneva, Ohio. Uh, phone number 440-415-1228. Tell them Nerdemy sent you and nothing will happen. <laughs> <laughs> He's also at facebook.com slash robot zero or robot dash zero.com. Uh, also want to say thanks and hello to geeks United board game cafe unplug, reconnect, unite. They want to get people from, to stop staring at their screens and start staring at boards. No, that's not right. <laughs> they want to get, you know, come on out, play board games at their cafe or, uh, they're currently doing kind of meetups where they're, they're organizing them in different spaces. Uh, their phone number is uh, it's Ellen Warren, is the game master, and the phone number is 412-223-6797, Ellen at GeeksUniteCafe.com. And finally, Ellen, uh, the art of Devin Maxwell. Um, really, really great prints. I just didn't buy one this time around because I was kind of at my budget limit for for art. Um, but they're at Facebook.com slash art of Shane, S-H-A-N-E, and A-N-D, Devon, D-E-V-O-N. Um, so you can find them on Facebook there, or Instagram, at Art of Shane and Devon. We have to Instagram them. Uh, thank you guys very much, and we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you. It was great meeting you, and hope I'll see you next time at Steel City. There you go. Alan, do you do where we can be found? Yeah. Instagram, oh, obviously, Nerd and Me. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Nerd and Me Podcast. Uh, Anchor FM, Nerd and Me. So we're there, we're everywhere. Hit us up. Yep, and, and brothersinarmchairs.com, Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, uh, Fat Guys in Little Coats, uh, Defender of the Realm, and Stuff You Don't Need to Know, all at www.brothersinarmchairs.com. Anything else? No, man, just a good movie. Real good movie. (laughs) Thumbs up. You know what? I wonder if this thing did well 
like in the stories. Because again, this this is an old storyline, and they did make a DVD out of this a long time ago. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it could be one of those things where you just kind of pass by it and think, oh, that's old stuff. You know, but. Well, let me see. We implore you. I'm putting. I'm putting in. Uh, well, I don't. Do you even count like DVD sales anymore? Or is it all like downloadable stuff? Yeah, I don't even know anymore. I mean, well, I here you go. DVD, Blu-ray, forever. I, I buy the I buy the superhero movies on Blu-ray. I just got my just got my Infinity War one in the mail. I'm so I was watching that. Dude, the specials on it are awesome, by the way. Right. Uh, yeah, the uh, what you call it? Uh, Death of Superman edges Ready Player One to top disc sales charts. You're kidding. Hmm. All right. Uh, it was a close result as Ready Player One ended the week selling 99.9% as many total units as Death of Superman and Adaption Class Comic Source from 1990. Uh, I'm reading from um, MediaPlayNews.com. It doesn't give actual numbers though, but it was number one. All right, cool. All right, never mind then. I guess people do get it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that counts down, uh, digital downloads too, you think? I don't know. Uh, tracks combined DVD and Blu ray. No? Yeah. <laughs> So wow, I wonder probably did did well on digital downloads too. I guess. Man, it's a new world. I still kind of like the, the. What do you prefer? Well, you said you don't buy them anymore, so I guess you prefer to download. Yeah, I download. I haven't I haven't bought a, a disc in forever. Yeah, I, I still kind of like having the physical disc, but I always buy I always buy the ones that have the digital download code in it. Right. Yeah, but I don't buy a lot of Blu-rays anyway. Right. The ones I do, I like the downloads. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, cool. All right, till next time. Martha! Peace.